It's Wednesday, December 1st. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about Chris Cuomo's suspension from CNN, the attempt to release Donald Trump's actions leading up to the Capitol riots, and Barbados's independence. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. CNN anchor and journalist Chris Cuomo has been suspended after news broke that he may have used his sources to help his brother and former New York governor Andrew Cuomo during his sexual assault scandal earlier this year. To recap, Andrew Cuomo resigned from the governorship in August after multiple women accused him of sexual misconduct. After a five-month investigation, New York Attorney General Letitia James put out findings that he had sexually harassed at least 11 women during his time in office. Yesterday, documents were released showing that Chris Cuomo may have used his sources as a prominent journalist to help his brother respond and prepare for the fallout. Text messages show that Chris had communications with Andrew's top aide offering to help. He apparently sent revisions for Andrew's statements about the accusations and even used his contacts to help his brother's team know ahead of time of potential accusers. In the communications, the aide also asked Chris if he had any intel about a New Yorker article coming out written by Ronan Farrow, who's seen as a prominent journalist, particularly regarding his coverage of the Me Too movement. Chris told investigators that he had, in fact, contacted another journalist to inquire about the article and find out when it would be released, but he denies trying to influence the story in any way. These findings into Chris Cuomo's involvement in his brother's investigation is raising concerns considering that he's one of the nation's most powerful news anchors. Journalistic ethical standards attempt to keep journalists honest and neutral regarding the facts of a story. The conflict of interest here was even addressed by Chris and CNN earlier this year when they announced that Chris would not be covering the governor's fallout because of their close relationship. Yesterday, it was announced that CNN had suspended their star anchor indefinitely, while details continue to emerge. On Tuesday, federal appeals judges are hearing arguments that will help determine whether or not records from former President Trump's presidency can be released to the committee investigating the January 6th Capitol riot particularly records of the days leading up to the insurrection. Investigators are seeking insights into Trump's communications to see if there's any evidence of the former president attempting to subvert the transfer of power. They're seeking access to his schedule, meeting notes, call logs, presidential diaries, and more. Now, there's a lot of legal back and forth here, considering that this isn't a common situation. Presidents hold a level of privilege and privacy after leaving office, which makes sense considering that the leader of the country probably needs to feel a sense of confidentiality in order to do their job effectively. However, considering the unique and severe nature of the Capitol riots, some are saying that this privilege should be revoked so investigators can get some answers into Trump's involvement. Most of the rioters were supporters of his, and so the question is how much did Trump stoke the flames or not? In this situation, the current president can choose to uphold the privilege of the former president, in which case the records in question remain confidential. 
And historically speaking, this is what presidents have done for their predecessors. But here, President Biden has taken the unprecedented move of declining to assert that privilege, which means that now it's up to the appeals judges to decide. If they rule against Trump, then the committee investigating the riots will likely seek swift access to the records. Yesterday, the Caribbean island Barbados officially became a republic, which marked the end of 400 years of British rule. This milestone removes Queen Elizabeth as the head of state and instead welcomed the nation's first president, Sandra Mason, a former governor general. The swearing-in ceremony was attended by hundreds of officials, Prince Charles, and even Rihanna, who was born in the country. At the ceremony, the son of Queen Elizabeth and heir to the British throne, Prince Charles, spoke to the end of the colonial history in Barbados. Darkest days of our past and the appalling atrocity of slavery, which forever stains our history, the people of this island forged their path with extraordinary fortitude. Emancipation, self-government, and independence were your waypoints. Freedom, justice, and self-determination have been your guides. Among the nations that still call the British Queen their head of state is Australia, Canada, Jamaica, New Zealand, Papua New Guinea, and more. Barbados will remain a part of the Commonwealth, which is a voluntary association of 54 countries who were once a part of the British Empire. Today is Wednesday, November 1st, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like the news diet, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you can always get the latest episode. And leave a review as we all know how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want the news diet to be as valuable as possible for you. So if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at the news diet or directly to my email feedback at thenewsdiet.com.